Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. It's Fightful's The Hump with uh, Jimmy Van and Sean Ross Sapp. Fightful.com. Yeah, yeah. We're humping today. What's up, you guys? We're here to hump. Oh, we got all our humpers here. They're good to go. Jimmy, how you feeling? Okay. When I agreed to make this change, no, at no time did you ever state that you were going to do a Valvinus imitation. Oh, Valvinus can't ever. hump like us. At no time was that ever discussed when I decided to make this change. And I made this change. Let the record show. I made this change because of the people, Sean Rossap, because I am a man. You of mean, people. you mean the people. And we will, by the way, have hump shirts on shop.fightful.com very soon. Let's get to humping. Let me tell you guys. When SRS and Jimmy Van hump, we are 60-minute men. We are ready to go the full hour. And then you know what? We're going to hump you a little bit more on FightfulSelect.com afterwards. Leave a thumbs up on this hump. Leave a good humper chat over at humperchats.com. Get if a we, super chat in here at YouTube.com slash Fightful. If we start averaging under 5,000 views a week on YouTube, I'm going to know why. <laughs> if that happens, if that happens, we can switch back. Yeah. We can switch back. Yeah. But we got we got an hour of humpage for you today. What do you got, Jimmy? We got some super chats and humper chats already. My good friend here, Peepaw, says, can't believe my boy pulled this off. Long live the hump. I told him personally <laughs> a couple months ago, we were at a bald and the beautiful party. Uh, and... Uh, I said, I'm going to try to get this change to the hump. Let's see if I can get it done. So technically it took more than trying to get it done. And, and like I said, you owe a fruit basket to Jordan Cooper. Jordan Cooper's the one. I ain't sending Jordan Cooper anything. <laughs> you, you owe Jordan Cooper a uh, fruit basket for him. Just furthering your agenda. Sean Ross Sapp. That's what, no way. No, but, that's not what it was. Look at Reggie Simmons with the $11, 11 cent <laughs> super chat says i am ready to hump i am too i'm gonna go over there and check our humper chats right now look at this beautiful logo jimmy it look is very that. very nice it, i mean we do things top shelf you know the sean russ app yeah so i commissioned yeah. that this week they did it it looks it does it looks great very professional 
I, I like the camel as uh, as a mascot for us as well. Uh, well see, I would like what I liked it. about it is that the camel looks like a flexed bicep. Sure. That's hey, what I whatever. like about it. Yeah, yeah. But also, uh, we, you know, we're I want to get some like fighting camel merchandise up there too. I want to go full on with this as our mascot. Robert sends in a good old humper chat. He says, regarding camera humper chat, I ask because you have good people to reach out to since you work there. Just kidding. Thank you. Oh, let's see. He says, happy first episode of The Hump. No, this isn't necessarily your job. Can you have someone who loves to take pictures at shows get signed and you can find out if non-pro cameras are allowed at Wembley? I'll say one thing. Or Ticketmaster says one thing, Wembley says another. They are very, very hit or miss venues are about taking in non-pro cameras. Usually you can take one that's like that. Mm. You can't really take in one that has a lens, a long lens on it or something like that. That's usually the best thing to sort of the best rule to go by, so to speak, is is if it has a lens, a big long lens on it, you probably shouldn't take it in there. Shouldn't even try. You'll be walking back. Uh, we got Aaron saying Humpamania running wild. Rock hard, Joel Wood. Oh, you know Rock Hard's ready to hump, Jimmy. The Wood is ready to hump, and he says it. Bagarov says, from India, so I usually watch things the next day at Fightful, uh, or, sorry, from India, so I usually watch it the next day during my breaks, but had to catch this one live. Love Fightful. Congrats on 100K, y'all rock. Yes, we hit 100K this week, Jimmy. That's I thought it was appropriate timing. The end of the list in your boy era, the start of the hump era. We're going mainstream. Did you have to pump your fist when you said that? Oh, hell yeah. Did you have to do that? I could hump my fist if you'd rather. <laughs> that's another podcast. That's a, that's a whole other topic. On listen, a, probably a different listen considering what I just talked to you about off, off the air, I'm not making a great case for myself right now. No, yeah, you're really <laughs> not. Great. No, no. But. Listen, we got we got all the humper chats coming in. I'm so excited. Uh, I love this. I, I love that we can do this. There's going to be some people. Already had one person today say, oh, is this because of WWE's the bump? And I said, no, it isn't. In fact, I want that to be in our intro, our intro that we have reworked. That is going to be, especially anybody that stumbles upon us new, they're absolutely going to think that. Yeah, but uh, you know it is what it is. I mean, Wednesday um, is Hump Day. That's the reason that I agreed to make this change, aside from the people and Jordan Cooper, is because Wednesday's Hump Day. So Wednesday's Hump Day. We have Humper chats. We've used the camel as a mascot here and there. Uh, we, we do we do that. I I say that matches Hump as well. There's like three or four meanings behind it. If if WDB's the bump never existed, I would still have pushed for the bump. In fact, or the hump. In fact, when I realized, damn, people might think that, that's what kind of convinced me to not do it. And then the audience was like, no, we, we, want, we want to hump with you, SRS. <laughs> yes. Uh, concussion update from you. Hope you're good. I'm good. I had a little bit of a, a training accident uh, last week. Caught a headbutt under the jaw. And unfortunately, I sustained a concussion. Wednesday was really good, honestly. Uh, I got it on Tuesday. Wednesday was a really, really good day. Thursday was really bad. Friday was all right. Saturday sucked. By Sunday, I was feeling good. Uh, I, I had post-concussion syndrome really bad 10 years ago, and it screwed up my life for a while. So this is 
a much better recovery uh, after that. Like that was one of the most debilitating things I've ever experienced. So thank you guys for everybody who reached out. Thank you to Joel and Jeremy who filled in for the Q&A show for me last week. If you guys missed that on Fightful Select, I fed them answers to some questions as well. So uh, it's good to have a little bit of a different flavor in there. Jimmy, I'll probably need you to do one next week. You tell me when. So why did your wife headbutt you? Like, did you burn the eggs or something? <laughs> that's what That's what happened. That is exactly what happened. I'll say this. Like, I trained MMA boxing for years. I chipped my teeth three times. All three were training with her. There you go. There you go. Don't so know how it happened. She's got, like, that Samoan, like, coconut headbutt yeah. that they talk about in wrestling. That you know? is. There that is go. my Samoan wife. Yeah. Uh, Caden says... Let's hump. Patrick says it's humping time. You damn right it is. And Nick the Nerd says congrats on reaching the 100K sub milestone. So let's talk about this a little bit, Jimmy. We'll take our victory lap. Um, I've said sort of uh, what I said about it. Like we had our channel completely nuked. Didn't know if we would ever get it back. Didn't know if the way that we did things would ever get there because there are a lot of channels that put their interviews on one thing, their clips on another thing, their uh, shows on another, their news on another. Like we probably would have done that had we learned that a couple of years later. But as things stand, this is what we got. And this is what uh, our audience seems to like. Uh, there are people that, you know, we, we get interviews often because of uh, the platform of our channel and all that stuff. So, I, I'm just relieved to get there. That was a major, major milestone that I wanted to hit. We hit 10K on Fightful Select, and who knows if you know it'll ever be there again. We seem to have settled between 7,000, 9,000 there, but 100K was something. I, I didn't know if we'd ever get that, Jimmy. I knew we would. I knew we would. And uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I always say this. I'm very appreciative of the support that we get from our viewers and from our readers. I'm not going to lie. I, I think that this particular milestone is, is a lot bigger deal to you, I think. Uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if when you get the play button, if you get a little misty eyed, if you do like a live will. box opening, I, I will you know be doing me one, and, by the way, what's that? I will be doing one. And I figured, if, I figured, I figured. Yeah. So for our, we do have YouTube members on here and I post like behind the scenes footage all the time back there. But what we'll probably do is, I'll probably do one for the YouTube members and then Alex will probably do one for the uh, select members, tier two, stuff like that. So we're always looking at ways to give our, our members value, obviously. Yeah, but you know me, I, I, I'm, I'm like the business minded guy. I look at the bottom line. And so uh, I appreciate 100K. It's a nice milestone to hit. But uh, every Monday I get my report and I don't look at the YouTube subs. I look at the, <laughs> the revenue for the week. But now th things are good. Things are good. I know this is something that you really wanted. I swear to God, as soon as 100K came in, I think Sean was refreshing YouTube because like the second it came in, you you Skyped our group and said, hey, we had 100. So I think you must have been like doing this. Oh, I had I had the live count up on one of my three screens over here. Ah, I didn't even know that was an option. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can watch it live. And, you know, we got there. Over the last couple of weeks on or last couple of months on the back of some really good contests that we've done, I've been doing these out of my own pocket because I really wanted Fightful's YouTube to get there. Uh, some of our short form content, especially our event footage, I really underestimated how important event footage was. And honestly, that's something we couldn't have posted a few years ago. 
because uh, WWE was very adamant against that, but things have changed significantly there. And we have a great relationship with WWE. So uh, we've had a lot of events coming here lately and a lot of events that, that I've been traveling to and that, that our staffers have been traveled to. It seems like uh, at least once a month, we have a couple of events that somebody on our staff is, is, is here for or there for, and people have been really enjoying it. Awesome. Awesome. So what's your next target now? So we hit, I mean, I would love to get select back to 10,000, but I mean, the reality is we, it seems like we've got a pretty established core base of like 65, 7,000 that will be there. And sometimes that goes up and down. So I don't necessarily concern myself with those as much. I think because of what we're doing on the web end, a lot of people don't know this. The web end doesn't usually make money for us because we pay our writers, uh, first off, a living wage. But uh, I want to see that make one penny because Fightful Select supports a lot of that other stuff. That's why when people say, oh, you're, getting, you're going for those clicks, buddy, we do not make money off the end of that site. We don't make money off of our interviews by and large until Nord started to sponsor them. Bless them. But I would love to see that end do that. And I don't know if there is like a web traffic goal that we need to hit and a little inside baseball. We compromise a lot of the Fightful.com web traffic because I'm breaking those stories on FightfulSelect.com and that isn't reflected. So if you ever see people posting like similar web or web rankings and stuff, it doesn't factor in Fightful Select or Fightful's YouTube or, you know, any number of things like that. Um, that much. I would like uh, to get Fightful's main Twitter to 150. It's at 136, 137. But that's more of a Kyler thing. Kyler James does uh, a remarkable job there. There are things on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff that I kind of want to do. But again, those are mainly Kyler things as opposed to me things. I haven't uh, ran our socials since like December 2016. So he's killing it, by the way. He's doing great. Awesome. Well, uh, five of us are like, we'll get there again. All, all you need is for more CM Punk stories to break. I'd rather not. There, <laughs> there are fewer things I like to cover than uh, um, less than CM Punk drama. And, mm. you know, I'll get into the how and why, because there were a couple of people who took issues issue with that story. But uh, let's get to a couple of super chats first, because we, we got them rolling in. CJ Lilly says, hey, guys, Super Mark TK should just hand punk the keys. We'll say we'll say this is for the punk thing. <laughs> uh, Vicky says, "Hey, congrats, guys! SRS, thanks for the sting, love." Vicky, it, thank you so much for for dropping me an email last week to check on me. I appreciate you. RH says the H stands for hump. What's the R stand for then? Yeah, I wonder. Any update on the fightful Discord? I know Sour Graps has one. Uh, I'll, I'll work on it. Um, that that is a thing that we would need to know would retain subscribers or th there's there's a lot of implementation i would need there alan says congrats on another great win can't wait for the silver youtube award me too me too i'm pumped lee says such a quiet news week for first hump none from aw <laughs> very clever hunter tillman says happy hump day congrats on 100k and getting the silver play button just sending love, showing my appreciation for all that you, you guys do. Cheers. Hunter, thank you. 
you are always uh, very, very generous with your super chats. And I, I really, really appreciate that. And it means an awful lot. Man, we got them rolling in. Uh, Alan Marks says, hey, gang, guess what day it is? It's hump day, Alan. That's what day it is. Says, let's effing go. Just want to congratulate the Fightful fam for supporting our favorite wrestling friends. Well, I appreciate you a ton. And now we can get into sort of the main story, Jimmy, because a bunch of the super chats are about it. Yep. As you like to say, there's a lot to unpack here, Sean. Oh, boy. Is there ever. Let's start from the beginning of this latest one. So after Collision went off the air last Saturday, Punk cut that promo and Hangman Page. Now, I am not the kind of guy that thinks that everything is a work. And sure. you know you know how it is, Sean. Some people think everything is, including the Montreal Screwjob. I'm not that kind of person. But when I saw that promo, I thought it was a work at first because it came out of nowhere. And, and mm-hmm. so I thought, oh, they're, they're going to be working together. They're working things out. Why the hell is he cutting the promo on mm-hmm. Hangman Page? So I thought it was a work. Apparently, it wasn't. And, and this, this is the first thing that I'll ask you. Uh, I, th- I believe it was Meltzer that reported that Punk intended for it to be a joke. If he did, it was a shitty one, but apparently he intended for it to be a joke, realized that it came out poorly and texted Page to apologize. Have you heard anything to that effect? Yeah, I, I, I know that he did text uh, Hangman Page, and I can tell you that in, in my interactions around this situation, it I know, like, I don't believe in coincidences very much because the reports that Hangman Page was told they weren't going to do the the vignette at the building or whatever it was that he was filming. But people on his side and people on Punk's side also were like, he wasn't at the building to get kicked out, and we didn't know anything about that. Like, I never got it confirmed that Hangman Page was at the building, and Punk seemed genuinely confused as to the Hangman thing. That being said, Punk took complete responsibility for Ryan Nemeth and Christopher Daniels, which we will get into. But when people say, and they ask me, is it a work? Well, to me, a work involves two parties at least. And this was not a work. Maybe punk was looking to work something, but hangman wasn't same thing. Like I, like I pointed out with the MJF thing last year up at some point, it became that way, but Unless all parties are working together, it is not a work. It is one person working or trying to work, and that's what this was. Um, Punk does want to meet with the elite. He does want to talk with the elite. You can understand why. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap. Play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. 
You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The elite wouldn't want to. There's, there again, there's a lot to unpack. Yep. Yep. Well, a lot of info has come out since that promo showed up on YouTube and on Twitter. Uh, and it looks like there's still some very real issues between Punk and, and AEW and certain members of the locker room. You broke a lot of news this week on Fightful Select. Uh, summarize it for us, Sean. You, you already alluded to the, the thing about wrestlers supposedly couldn't go to collision, uh, whether it be yeah. Chris Daniels, Matt Hardy, whoever. Summarize for us about that and the Jack Perry thing. Summarize what's okay. come up lately. So I'll go through this chronologically as I learn, as we know it. After CM Punk's return promo, which by the way, him coming back also led to Ace Steel coming back to the company in some capacity. On Fightful Select right after this, I'll have details on what he's doing and not doing. But Ryan Nemeth, Dolph Ziggler's brother, who was on a part-time AEW deal, tweeted literally the softest man alive. CM Punk was asked to go to Dynamite the following week uh, because, you know, everybody involved isn't dumb. They know that the elite was going to get booed in Chicago. So bring CM Punk there instead. CM Punk in front of the locker room said to Ryan Nemeth, like, you got a problem? Do you want to go handle this in front of the locker room? And uh, Ryan requested they go out in the hall and talk privately. And Punk was much like, we can go outside and settle it. They agreed to go in the hall. Ryan Nemeth said he was just getting heat. CM Punk's the top guy. That's what he was trying to do is get that heat. Punk said that tensions were high and that everybody was trying to move past it. I'll share my opinion after because I want this to this part, the recounting to say objective. Factual, factual, yeah. They shook hands. Nemeth said he wouldn't tweet about it anymore. That's a wrap. Shortly after that, I don't want to say shortly after that, whenever they were in Canada, Jack Perry was at Collision. He's not usually at Collision. He had wanted to do a segment where he went through real glass. Now, there were medical producers, Tony Schiavone, all said, you know, it's not a good idea. That's how you get hurt. CM Punk's belief was that he wanted to do it so he didn't have to come to work the next week. Now, I want to make this clear. I reached out to Jack Perry as well. I didn't hear back. I don't know if when Punk, you know, Punk claimed that, that he meant 
well, he was just trying to film it ahead. That way he didn't have to come to work the next week or he's trying to get himself hurt so he doesn't have to come there. But it's something that he sees as a big problem within AEW and the roster. According to Punk's side, he was asked to step in and talk to Jack Perry. Now, I just want to say, this information was offered up. Like I, I asked about it, but this information was offered up. So for anybody that's like, oh, well, funny, this comes out after it. Well, I just got the details at the same time that I got the Ryan Nemeth details. So, I mean, like, don't know what to tell you guys. I had some people say, well, you called it an argument. And it was more of a disagreement. Well, when CM Punk says this is how we do things on Collision, and if you don't like it, don't come to Collision, stay on Wednesdays. How, how else do you want to take that? Uh, Punk's claim was that Jack Perry was throwing a temper tantrum again. Uh, there were plenty of people that agreed that didn't repeat the temper tantrum thing, but said, yeah, it was an argument. And yeah, we understand you don't use real glass. And then shortly thereafter, Jimmy, uh, without us knowing that that's, that was part of the catalyst, we had reported all those guidelines that were put into place. So fast forward to this past weekend. And I am notified that Ryan Nimeth was brought into collision and then was backstage and then is immediately sent away from collision and told that he wasn't needed and he's got a flight home. CM Punk did, he was the catalyst for Ryan Nimeth not being there and uh, said that he didn't want Ryan Nimeth in catering, much less wrestling on collision. Now, I don't know what that means for anybody else. I mean, you know what? Luchasaurus is uh, on the show. He was there last week, and uh, he's he's a Young Bucks guy. He's obviously in with Jack Perry. They're buddies and all that stuff, but don't know how that plays out. But then word came out that uh, he also didn't want Christopher Daniels on the show uh, because Christopher Daniels, is a buddy of the Bucks and was involved in Brawl Out and breaking it up and didn't think it was fair that if Ace Steel wasn't there, that Christopher Daniels wasn't there. And uh, to be clear, Ace Steel is not allowed in the building as of now. We'll have more on that on Fightful Select after this, but we'll put a little divider between that and my opinions because I had some people yesterday that said, when I said I didn't think it was that big of a deal with the Jack Perry thing, they go, well, why, why didn't why didn't your headline reflect that? Because my opinion don't fucking matter to the headline. It, do, it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter to the story. But, you know, this is what was said, and uh, I'll, I'll share my opinions on it shortly. Jimmy, what do you think? Is Chris Daniels still a part of Talent Relations? Yep. Okay. Um, let, me, let me ask one thing first before I get to my main point, I guess. So, Brian Alvarez on Wrestling Observer Live, and I just want your opinion or, or your, your point of view. Uh, Brian Alvarez stated that the morale is in the toilet in the AEW locker room because of how Tony Khan is handling the whole situation around punk. Have you heard anything about an unhappy locker room? Because they're two weeks away from the biggest show in their history. They're going to be wrestling in front of 80,000 people. You think they'd be stoked. So have you heard anything about an unhappy locker room because of the way this punk thing is being handled? I mean, that's a pretty broad brush to paint. I mean, it is funny how it went from like every day I'll hear a complaint from within AEW. I didn't used to hear it at all. That honeymoon period did last a while, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I mean, you know, now perpetually people are afraid that, you know, their stuff will get dropped, et cetera. But in relation to punk, most of the people don't really have to deal with it because he's on another show. 
Uh, but of course, there were some unhappy people. Yes, there were unhappy people. But the the irony is, I didn't hear anybody really mention Tony in that. And Chris says, "Is it me or Tony runs AEW like the Wild West? People do whatever and want no repercussions." Oh boy, I tell you, there have been some people that have had some repercussions. that are just uh, ones that I'm working to to confirm got those repercussions and and specifically what led to them. But there have been people that have met repercussions, but uh, not the ones that, that maybe should have, Jimmy. So I talked about this before Punk ever came back. We've, we've had this conversation a few times on this podcast, I think, but it still holds true today. And that is you got to start at the top. I mean, that, that's just how it is. And this is not a shot at Tony Khan at all, because I very much respect what he has accomplished with, with AEW. And, and I've talked about that before. He got live weekly television with Warner Brothers Discovery. Jeff Jarrett couldn't get it. Billy Corrigan couldn't get it. Impact couldn't get it. MLW couldn't get it. And Tony Khan did. And I respect that. He oversees the booking of a show that his fan base seems to really like. Like you don't hear a lot of complaints about the booking of Dynamite or Collision. The core fan base seems to really like it. Dynamite is oftentimes number one in the key demo on Wednesday. Collision, at least, you know, prior to SummerSlam and football, was top five on Saturdays. And Wembley, all in, they are going to break the record for the highest attendance wrestling show in the history of the business. Because I don't count the WCW North Korea shows. Those are mandatory shows. Yeah, I don't so, either. So this is going to break the record for the highest attendance wrestling show in the history of the business. So Tony Khan has accomplished some great things, and he deserves props for that. But that being said, people can cannot like me saying this. I don't think he's the guy to be the boss of that company, and I don't think he is the, the right guy to oversee the talent unless he changes. And the reason I say that is because I think he allows his wrestling fandom to cloud his judgment, and I think that's always been the case. And you Let's can't do that. You can't do that in his position. You can kind of roll this into what you're saying. Bridget Hewlett, by the way, thank you for that incredibly generous super chat and that wonderful cat there, uh, Melissa's cat, says, why does TK not act like a boss? Should he not be in control? They, so it's funny because one of the common criticisms I would hear publicly is Tony is too friendly with the talent, et cetera, et cetera. Then when he separated himself from the talent, it was Tony doesn't communicate enough with the talent. And I know there were a whole lot of talent that wished it was like, the Jacksonville era where they could just talk to him, but he didn't have a lot of stuff going on there. Now he has a lot of middle talent relations, people that filter things up and down to him. They do have two extra hours of TV, which is going to help. Obviously a lot of people get on TV, but there's still a lot of people that don't get on TV. There's sure. still a lot of people who don't, but I mean, specifically about the CM Punk thing. I mean, it, there, there is some element of it where I'm like, if I'm him and I see this problem bubbling over and boiling over, you go talk to Punk and you go, hey, let's maybe not have another one of these situations. If it's not going to get cleared up, it's not going to get cleared up. And Meet Norma says, does Punk have EVP powers? I know he can be petty, but he booted the head of talent relations. Well, there have been people who have speculated internally, like, Maybe he's got some secret EVP powers or something, but it's not anything I've ever confirmed. In fact, Tony said that uh, him saying that he's got a company to run at the presser was just, you know, him saying it. However, it is very clear Collision is, is his brand with Tony leading Tony above him. I think that CM Punk does have a power and the power that he has is that Tony Khan is a CM Punk fan. And, and uh, tell me if you heard about this. So the torch reported this week that when punk returned to AEW at collision and as he walked through gorilla, 
Tony emphatically stood up from his seat, pumped his fist and chanted CM Punk, CM Punk. Do you know if that happened? I don't know if that happened, but also we, it's hard to say the context in which somebody had, you said that, like he could have been like jokingly, sarcastically doing that because that would not be out of the, the realm of possibility. Like, okay, well I hope so because yeah, you can't be a fan when you're a man in his position, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, you can't be. And that's not the image that you want to convey to a locker room full of egos. Like you just can't. And you know, when it comes to commanding respect, and this is not just a wrestling thing, this goes for all business. And I've learned this from experience. When it comes to commanding respect, you're not going to command it based solely on your position or your title. You have to earn it. And I think Tony does himself no favors when he makes poor decisions or doesn't make any decision at all because of his wrestling fandom. And this is something that I think has long been an issue with, uh, with AEW. And, and in my opinion, I think that a guy like CM Punk has no qualms doing what he wants and saying what he wants because Tony Khan is a CM Punk fan. And, and I, I think that that's a, that's a, that's an issue. And so well, I don't know. Look at all the stuff that he said. And I mean, who knows how it would, would, would how it would have went down if he wasn't injured. But look at all he said before. Sure. Sure. Mr. CJ Lilly says, hey, guys, Supermark TK. Gosh, let's not call names. This should just hand Punk the keys. He's completely fumbling being a boss right now. At this stage, Punk is running the show. I'm sorry we're talking about this rather than TK has to step up. Uh, I mean, Punk absolutely has an incredible amount of influence uh, no, no over question. that show. No over question. that show, with, without a doubt. And here's the thing, right? You know, Punk has been open with some of his issues with AEW. He's been very public about some of them. And he might be justified in those complaints. We've heard about entitlement issues with the locker room. We've heard about issues with work ethic. We've heard about people throwing tantrums, people not wanting to do what they're told to do. But that doesn't give Punk the right to call the shots and determine who can and who cannot be at the show. That doesn't give him the right to do that. But again, but again, it starts at the top. And if Tony Khan is going to allow his wrestling fandom to prevent him from making what is probably a hard decision, uh, then that's a problem. And, and it's going to continue to be a problem. I think what he might need is he might need his Triple H. You know, Miss McMahon sure. has Triple H, right? Tony Khan might need a Triple H. He might need that type of personality. And when I think about somebody that would be great in that position, although I'm not suggesting this person because I don't think he's got the skill set and I, I don't think he's got the interest either, but they need like a Paul White type. Can you I mean, imagine if imagine if they Jimmy had Jacobs? I think oh, Jimmy you think Jacobs? Jacobs okay, I, I think he'd be a really good one. I, the reason I think of a Paul White type is because you want someone who, when they walk into the room, they're going to command respect. You want yeah. someone they're not going to take any shit. It doesn't matter what your place is on the card. You know? Do you think that CM Punk would conduct business with a Paul White type the way that he does Tony Khan? No chance. I don't think so. Sure. I mean, yeah, I, I think Jimmy Jacobs is is a good one because one, he's he's near the age of most of the wrestlers. He can still actively perform if he wants, but he's got WWE, ROH, Impact, AEW TV experience. Uh, he's he's been a writer. He's worked directly with with Vince McMahon, Scott Demore, with with you know Sinclair Broadcast. Like he's worked with a lot of different places. I think he he would be a really really good one. Uh, Bargov says two things got me back into pro wrestling: CM Punk joining AEW and finding Fightful on Twitter, which led me to all the podcasts. Especially love Grapsity, Sour Graps, and Listen You Boy. Thank you. Well, R.I.P. Listen You Boy, but uh, thank you so much. Formerly known and, as yes. 
And uh, Rock Hard Joel Wood, this is, yeah, this is it for me. Rock Hard Joel Wood says it's one thing to have talent sent home, but when you have the head of talent relations not allowed to be at the building, I agree. A line needs to be drawn. And Glassdoor Gamer says Daniels' talent relations conflict of interest. No, not a conflict of interest. Really? No. I mean, the Laurinaitis, I mean, my God, he was like the, the Bella's father in law. Like, the, People are going to date and marry within wrestling and all that stuff. It's not a conflict of interest, but I'll tell you what was confusing to me when punk had cut that. Tell me when I'm telling lies promo. And then he said, Oh, we're all trying to move past it. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about that. Is uh, Daniel's that she- I'm sorry. Is Daniel's the head of talent relations to your knowledge? I believe so. I believe so. Okay. Andrew- so, I mean, I, I tried to put myself in punk shoes, right? When, when he says, well, you know, Daniels helped break up the fight and, and Ace did. And if Ace can't be there, Daniels can't be. But like everybody just said, Daniels is the head of talent relations. So if somebody should be involved with breaking up a talent fight, it would be the head of talent relations. And for punk to have this mentality, he can't be a collision because he was part of the fight. And so was Ace and Ace can't come. That's, that's bullshit. I mean, it is, it's bullshit. And this is this is a situation. Tony Khan's got to step up and take care of stuff like this. And so, yeah, I, I think he needs a general manager type of person. You know, that's yeah. what he needs. And I want to say something else, too. I saw people on social media saying he should just fire Punk. He should just release Punk. Now, I've always believed that Tony should, uh, should be more open to releasing someone from their contract due to misconduct. I know there have been a few here and there. I've always believed you should be more open to that as opposed to letting the contract run out. But at the same time, people have to understand he's in a very difficult spot with Punk. Punk is the head of a new brand that they're hoping is going to get them a massive new rights deal, right? And and is a top merch seller, is a top draw, is, you know, from a licensing perspective, very important to them for action figures and and video games and stuff like that. And when Warner Brothers did the upfronts before there was a last minute audible, Punk's picture was supposed to be all over the upfronts. Yeah. And so it's not as simple as just saying, well, fuck him and and cut his contract because he's the guy leading a new show that you hope is going to get you this big new deal. It's not that easy. But at the same time, you have to step up. You can't let this guy call the shots and not let the head of talent relations be at the show. You just can't do it. And so if you don't want to make that decision because you are a fan of CM Punk, you have to get somebody else to run the show. And if people are happy with Tony's booking, because I think most people are from what I from what I read, then that's cool. Then go book the show, have somebody else Mm -hmm. police the locker room and have somebody else police backstage. You're not the guy to do it until Tony changes. I'm not going to be convinced he's the guy to do it. That's just, that's how it is. Will says, I know Tony is at the boss, but at some point he needs to stop this. And Matt says, agree with Jimmy. Tony needs a boss, be a boss first, a friend second. He can't let Punk call the shots. Needs to remind Punk who is in charge. Yeah, I I would have a cordial conversation with Punk. Sure, oh, you have to. And say, you don't decide who is at these shows. I do. And hopefully it goes well. And Punk goes, you know what? Yeah, I don't like the way that played out. Because hopefully punk is, you know, punk is as reasonable as he claims. He claimed that he calmly explained to Jack Perry right. uh, the situations. Um, and also, I just want to thank Bridget again. Thank you so much for that super chat. Very Obviously, generous. we spent quite a, a bit of time on that one for you, and we appreciate you. Uh, we've got Ryan Martin says, hey, Sean and Jimmy, happy hump day. There's a lot of online speculation regarding Triple H's WWE futures. It was revealed he wasn't going to be on the new board of directors. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? 
well. We are about to, to head into that as we transition in and out. As Tom LaValle says, TK doesn't need a Triple H. He needs a Pat Patterson. Those are way different roles. Yeah. KE775 says, anything to read into Triple H not being on the board of the company post-merger. Uh, we've got uh, another super chat as well on up there. Uh, Glassdoor Gamer says, according to Harvard, between 70 to 90 percent of big company mergers fail. Interesting times ahead for WWE UFC, Jimmy's favorite restaurant in Toronto. And then we had another one about uh, about the merger up here. Will Chisholm says, happy for you guys. Jimmy, do you believe in WWE and UFC merge that Vince Vince as a boss will slow playing or Vince's boss is slow playing him to get out? Is he that blind to see how Vince's booking was? On top of that, he's always got stuff coming out on him. So let's go into this. Uh, We'll push our ad read back a little bit because there's a lot to this. There's the merger. There's Triple H not being on the board. There's Vince. We're going to spend quite a bit of time on this. Uh, what do you think about all this, Jimmy? All right. First, uh, favorite restaurant in Toronto. Depending on what you like, uh, Michael's on Simcoe for steak. Uh, my favorite French place is called Scaramouche. It's amazing. Um, there's also, just for the aesthetic, there's a place in Casa Loma called uh, Blue Blood. Casa Loma is a castle in midtown toronto an actual castle blue blood is a cool aesthetic so michael's on simcoe scaramouche uh blue blood uh okay first thing triple h on the board to me it's a non-story it's a non-story uh dana white is not on the uh the endeavor part of the board and people are not flipping tables because dana white the head of the ufc is not on the board it's sure. really a non-story to me uh he's still going to be in the position that he's in and so i just don't think anything of that well, so what were the other questions? So the thing about uh, Vince is the, the boss. Vince is the boss, yeah. So I, I talked about this last week, and and uh, my opinion has not changed. I still believe that uh, he picked Endeavor for this merger, a cashless deal, because Ari Emanuel played him. That's just what I feel. And I feel that this federal investigation, if there is one, is going to determine his future. I think that the it's very convenient to me that he had surgery and took a medical leave four days after he was raided by the feds. It's very convenient. And so I think he's going to remain on the back burner pending the results of whatever federal investigation might be going on. And I think that if they push charges on him, he will remain on the back burner pending the outcome. Uh, if he's found guilty, he is done. And uh, if he's found not guilty, then he'll probably quietly come back as chairman. But uh, I think he's going to be on the sidelines for a while pending the outcome of an investigation. Mr. CJ Lilly says, think this is affecting the all in card. It seems a bit lackluster right now. Time to choose the boss. Super fan because it has to stop for the better. What do you guys think of the card? It seems uh, MJF Cole, Darby and Sting against the Mogul Embassy. Uh, women's four way FTR Bucks, Aussie Open, MJF and Cole. I'm liking the card so far. I think it looks really good. You're still going to add a Kenny Omega match on there. You're going to add a CM Punk match on there. So, I mean, you're going to have some good stuff. FTR Young Bucks, you know, it's it's a top-level match. Cole and MJF, hottest storyline in the company. And you get that twice. So, I'm liking how it is so far, Jimmy. Uh, they have the luxury this time of selling the show based on the spectacle. And this show is going to do just fine on pay-per-view because it's going to be the highest attended show. There's going to be 80,000 people in Wembley. There's going to be a lot of curiosity buys for this show. And so the card to me is secondary. And I know that's maybe a weird thing to say about a pay-per-view. But in this case, the card to me is secondary because they're going to sell just fine based on the spectacle of it all. 
Guys, please leave a thumbs up. We would greatly appreciate it. Kind of like we appreciate our wonderful sponsor, NordVPN. I'm going to be heading to the UK next week. I'll be wanting to watch all my favorite shows. I'll be wanting to, to stay up to date on, on uh, all my favorite podcasts, but also protect myself on the public Wi-Fi. Airport, restaurant, hotel, venue, all that stuff protected with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Get a great deal on their service. 24-7 customer support. So if you need help learning how to use anything, they're there to help you. Also, you're going to have back-to-back pay-per-view weekends. Save yourself a little money by subscribing to some overseas services and getting NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Help protect all your passwords. Help protect all your data. Use a great pop-up blocker. It's the best pop-up blocker that that I use. Jimmy, Jimmy probably mad at me cutting into our own profit margins because <laughs> I'm using this NordVPN pop-up blocker. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Uh, probably, uh, as I've said before, the sponsor that I use the most while I'm awake because it is always on all my devices, phone, laptop, but I keep it on my router at home. That way it covers everything, including my smart TV. Uh, you are safe from disruptions with their kill switch feature as well. You can browse safely, securely, and anonymously with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Chi-Town Spurs says, I find it hard to believe Jack Perry would do a dangerous angle to take an unplanned vacation in a company that seemed to grant them at will. The go-back-to-Wednesday line is immature. I think it was more of a we-don't-do-that shit on, on Wednesday type of thing. On Friday. Uh, yeah. Or Saturday. Well, uh, yeah, or, yeah. Somebody else says, hasn't Punk versus Joe been announced? Not officially, because Punk just ignored Joe while getting choked out and challenged by him all week. Um... You know, I haven't heard much about Jack Perry's side of this argument, but I don't think that he's looking to take time off or anything like that. I mean, he's just he's just starting a heel run. And and people said, people were like, huh, you made this out to be a bigger deal than it was. Uh, No, I said it happened six weeks ago, and I'll let you guess what happened in the last six weeks. Both of those guys had title belts put on them in whatever capacity you want to uh, look at that. Ian Hunter says Jimmy wants thoughts on TNA or want thoughts on TSN. I have to pay $20 a month for the sub, but they don't have rampage collision on any of the five channels on the app. And now they're charging an extra eight months to watch or $8 a month to watch that. So I suspect there's going to be a new deal. You have to remember when they, when they did the deal with uh, AEW and it was kind of a, a last minute deal to a degree because everything got, got put together so quickly, but that was a deal for dynamite. Uh, I think that there's going to be, I don't know the length of the contract with TSM, but I'm sure there's going to be a new deal. I'm sure it's going to include collision. I don't know about rampage. I personally, uh, even though I'm in Canada, I watch collision on uh, TNT because we get TNT here. So I watch it there, but uh, I, yeah, I assume when they do a new contract, they will uh, be able to take care of that because collision does good numbers in Canada. Uh, you can also just use nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Alan Mark says, folks realize that Tony Khan is the owner and executive of multiple sports franchises. We are entitled to our opinions, but at the end of the day, it's his company. It is, but it is a company that exists to serve an audience, specifically putting asses in seats, selling pay-per-views and all that. So, I, I mean, ultimately, if you have a locker room that is either disengaged, disenchanted, uh, you know, being dismantled, whatever you, you want to say, it's going to affect the product that you see on television. I mean, it is. 
And yeah. you can't just, the, it's the classic inmates running the asylum. You just can't let that happen. And uh, look what, look what happened in the past with Vince and Brett and Sean and, and the shit show that that created. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can't, you can't let it get to that point. He's got to step up and be a boss. You cannot be a fan when you're in his position. You can't, that's just how it is. Reminder, guys, get your super chats, get your humper chats in. We have a lot of them, and it makes me very, very happy to see how much you guys are engaging. Uh, also, leave a thumbs up on this video. It helps us an awful lot. Uh, throwback says, through all the highs and lows that Wesley has gone through, do you see him beating Hayes at Heat Wave? Is this the time to bring Breaker and Hayes up to the main roster? Thank you both for everything. I don't see him beating Carmelo Hayes for the title. Um He's been through a lot more ups than downs recently because his work is just incredible. I think that Breaker probably should come up before long. Carmelo's ready. It's just I feel like Breaker is topped out in NXT, and I feel like Carmelo can help bring NXT to new heights, and I think that Breaker is more suited for main event or main roster run at this point. I'd like to see them both on the main roster, but Me you know the, la the last time we saw Carmelo, we got beat clean by Finn Balor. That's also so, true. You know, so they, they got it. He's going to be so good on that main roster. He's going to be so great. He is, but they, you know, it, it goes back again. Hunter's got to remember not everybody watching raw is watching NXT. So they saw Carmelo get beat clean by Finn Balor. That's what they saw. Mm -hmm. So he's going to have to make sure that he's positioned correctly. Mm -hmm. But Ron Breaker, man, that guy's going to be a stud on the main roster. Yeah. Like I, I could see him being with the main eventers quick. So uh, I look forward to him being up there. Tim Gray, happy hump day to you. Just Mass says U.S. champ for Ray long term. I hadn't heard of that uh, recently, but I mean, they were keeping it very quiet ahead of Friday. But I think that he's probably about to get into a feud with Santos Escobar or something like that. So Austin Theory is on my list today. So this guy, Sean, Austin Theory, he was he is one of the longest reigning U.S. champions ever. He held the title for 258 days. WWE put him over everybody, including Edge, including John Cena at WrestleMania. So you can't say that he was never given an opportunity. In the end, he gets beat clean as a sheet by Rey Mysterio. I think it was about three minutes from the time the bell sounded, the opening bell. He got beaten three minutes by Rey Mysterio on SmackDown to lose the title. My first question for you, what are your thoughts on his title reign and especially the end of his title reign? Tyler Rain sucked. Had a terrible match with John Cena, which was, wasn't his fault. Was not his fault. But uh, it was completely forgettable. There was almost nothing memorable about it. In fact, it was launched by one of the all-time worst Money in the Bank decisions ever uh, when he didn't win it. And then they used that as motivation. All right, here we are. Because people were like, oh, okay, look at that. He won the title. So it worked. No, it didn't work. It sucked. It was stupid. It was bad. And it didn't do Austin Theory any favors. I thought that this was a completely forgettable run. No fault of his own. How many times have we heard that the best wrestlers are the ones that is their real personality with the volume turned up? Right? How many times yeah. have you heard that? I have seen enough video of Austin Theory away from the ring to know that this guy is completely miscast as a cocky jackass, you know, arrogant Very heel. nice, personable guy. Yes, he he's a, he's a soft-spoken kind of small town Georgia kid who grew up a wrestling fan. And because he looks like John Cena, let's be frank, because he looks like John Cena, this man thrust him on television yeah. and thought, well, you're going to be the arrogant cocky jackass because that you're a young kid and that's what you're going to be. He needs a baby face turn. And honestly, if I'm Hunter and if you really believe that Austin theory has potential to be a top guy, and if I'm Hunter, I'm putting him in a program with either Logan Paul or Dominic Mysterio. 
That's what mm-hmm. I'm doing. Because if you want him to successfully be a baby face, that is your best shot. And if he cannot get a baby face reaction in the ring with Logan Paul or Dominic Mysterio, put him back in NXT for a while. Because uh, yeah. that's your best. That's well, your best I think shot. they view him way past NXT at this point. I understand. I understand. But like, he's got to get the, he, he, he didn't work as a heel. He didn't work. And so babyface, given what I've seen of him away from the ring, a babyface is the way to go. If he doesn't get that reaction, you have to do something with him. Logan Paul and Dominic will are the only ones really that, that can get him that aside from Roman. And even Roman, the fans might cheer Roman. You know what I mean? So Logan or Dominic, that's where you got to go. Paul says, when you return to the UK next week, Sean, are you looking forward to all in or catching up with naked attraction uh-huh. more? Congrats on 100K. I get a lot of anxiety about going to shows, but uh, I want to be there. I want to be present for that. Naked Attraction, I'm trying to get Denise to review that. Oh, can you imagine? That'd be great. Mr. CJ Lilly says, are you revising uh, for when you do a wrestle talk again? Because you got to do better, at least get past the first rounds, bring that case home. So I feel like I was set up by wrestle talk there. Like I had some points taken away from me in Quizzlemania. Also, I didn't realize like they prepare for this stuff. I never prepared for Quizzlemania or survival series. And Rob Wilkins has taken over doing the resources section for me. So uh, I'm, I'm not exactly as sharp as I was during the pandemic with that stuff. SAS says, I'm enjoying how Money in the Bank is playing a crucial part in the Judgment Day storyline. Hope we see this more often with future Money in the Bank winners. They still just can't hold it with the women, Jimmy. Like, I'm glad that EO Sky is champion, but she is the first woman besides Carmella to right. hold that briefcase longer than a day. Right, right. But Let me I say do love that it is an integral part of, of this storyline as well. I'm glad. And I want to say a couple of things about Judgment Day. So I, I believe that J.D. McDonough is setting up to replace Finn Balor in Judgment Day. I think okay. that's where I think that's where they're headed. The reason I think that's where they're headed uh-huh. is Judgment Day haven't laid them out yet. And then there was the thing with Sammy, and then JD hit Sammy from behind, whatever. I think that they're setting up for JD McDonough to replace Finn. What do you think about Finn maybe creating a babyface stable to combat Judgment Day? And Austin Theory's part of it. I mean, th- then you got Austin Theory and Dominic. You know what I mean? So I think that's where yeah. they're headed. And then you got Balor and Damien and, and they'll have to throw a female in there for Rhea, but that's where they're going. I think. Oliver says, congrats on getting the hump and 100,000. Hello from the Honda Wales in the UK. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you, Oliver. Uh, we've also got, man, we got a bunch more Athena and Willow must be on all in. Surely. I haven't heard of a second match. I haven't. I wouldn't be surprised if they were on Chicago. Broadway Joe says these people really think if Roman didn't uh, want, say, Butch on SmackDown for whatever reason, Triple H would put his foot down and say no. Sometimes you got to keep your stars happy. That's life. Sorry. I've I've honestly not, I mean, not heard of anything like that recently. No. I mean, you know, I, I, I just I, haven't. That, here's, the, here's the point. They're not put in that position. Right, right. And and you know what? Raj Jury, I think, made this point on Twitter. Even Hulk Hogan, Mr. Politician, he was the ultimate wrestling politician. Mm-hmm. I don't remember once Hogan saying, this guy can't be in my locker room. Uh, and maybe he, Ventura. He was, uh, maybe. I don't know if he did. I mean, I know he ratted to Vince about the, the union, sure. but uh, I don't recall Hogan ever doing that. The, the only thing I could think of that's remotely close and it's not the same as when Big Show kicked out, uh, was it Miz? Because yeah. he's eating chicken over the bag, I think. <laughs> yeah. And and even then, Big Show didn't say, get the fuck out of the building. 
He just said yeah. you're being disrespectful to a veteran, so you're changing in the hallway. So yeah, it it is it is kind of uncharted waters for a talent to say that guy leaves the building. It is kind of uncharted. We got one from Stan and one from Rock Hard. It says first super chat ever. Congrats on 100k. Why is it the people think creative and booking matters on how Ari views the merger? Isn't it about profits? And Rock Hard says. I think people are overreacting to Triple H not being on the board. Dana White isn't on the board either, and I don't think he's going anywhere. Correct on uh, on that, Joel. I completely agree. However, with uh, with the merger and profits, yeah, but dog shit booking does not usually yield profits. That's that's why whenever somebody would excuse it years and years ago. Well, record profits. So, okay, well, just imagine how much the profits would be if the show was good. Like right now, they have one of the most, the, the biggest drawing storylines they've ever had ever right now, Jimmy. And as a result, some shit's up. I actually think that, uh, so it's always been said in wrestling that it takes time for a good product to show good results and a bad product to show bad results. And if you remember some of the old documentaries where uh, the Money Night War was going on and a lot of the wrestlers like Mick Foley would say, we were crushing it in terms of the quality of the product for a year before yeah. the ratings reflected it. I honestly think based on where the bloodline is currently headed, that six months to a year from now, we might start to see the number shift the other way because I'm not really crazy about where the, where the storyline is headed. But uh, but they're still they're still currently on a roll. And as far as what they said about Ari and the booking, I don't think Ari is watching the show every week. I don't Probably think he not. is. No, no, I don't think no. so either. I mean, you know, he, he relies on a Nick Khan and Nick Khan is the one that should be concerned. And I think is concerned about the quality of the booking, but not so much Ari Emanuel. He's pretty hands off. Glassdoor Gamer says in the history of wrestling, there've always been favorites. Vince with uh, HBK, Jeff Jarrett was a fan of Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Clever. Uh, didn't Benoit kick out Miz? I've lost count of how many people kicked out Miz. <laughs> <laughs> I think wasn't he eating chicken over Benoit's bag? And fuck, I don't know. Maybe it was Benoit and and why Big you got to drop f bombs, Jimmy? Oh, all sorry. day, sorry. all day, trying to appeal to sponsors. Don, thank you for the super chat. If you have a question, uh, feel free to send one. Ke seven seven five says any guesses on the payback card? Well, obviously Rollins and Nakamura is going to be added to that. I would imagine some sort of bloodline. Thing, Jimmy J, maybe. Jimmy J. Maybe J is out of WWE. Yeah, so yeah. maybe they, that's how they extend it. And you, maybe you get like solo and somebody or Jimmy. I would love Jimmy and Roman even like, why, why the hell not Jimmy? And maybe Roman? Becky Trish in a cage. Becky and Trish in the cage is going to happen. Uh, yeah. Maybe the winner of new day and glass bros against, against KO and Sammy, hoping that they are back soon. Yeah. Maybe. Um, what about Cody? Like, where do you think Cody slots in? I mean, he beat Finn Balor now twice. What do you think? Hmm. That's a, that's an interesting question. I'm not sure where. He no, I don't know at. either. I don't know. And and Gunther, so Gunther's probably going to beat Chad Gable on Raw. And they'll they'll have somebody for him at at Payback. I'm sure. Maybe, maybe because that's only a couple of weeks Honestly, away now. I would kind of love Cody and Drew, but it, it's probably not going to go that way. That would be good. That would be good. Mike T90K says Dylan Danis versus MJF in a shoot fight. Who wins? Uh, Dylan Danis is legit at Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Any update on the Kyrie Sane to WWE story? Yeah, she's headed back. They're, they're finally getting a couple people that are, are heading back to the company. 
let's on that topic Lacey evans uh was it a release yeah. do you know or contract expiry a contract expired if she was released uh her 90 days would have extended beyond this but um uh, there you know there's plenty to this story but it just it never worked she couldn't ever get over the work wasn't good that's it I, there 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 was not as much okay i don't want to say there wasn't as much to this story it's just man she didn't work it didn't work so I'm in the minority, maybe. I, I, I'd love to see the live chat on this. I love the Southern Belle character. That I was did. fine, yeah. I liked it. I don't know why they changed it. I liked it. And uh, and she was pretty good on the mic, I thought. You nasty, all of that. I liked yeah. it. And after they changed that character, she could never recreate whatever she had with that character. So uh, it's unfortunate, man. But it, it sounds like she seems pretty happy based on her social media activity. So She'll do fine. She'll yeah, I think do so, fine. Too. She'll be in the NWA in no time. Uh, will they put Theory with Candice Gargano, Gargano and Indy again? If so, how? I don't think so. I think that Theory is past that point right. with the way. I think he'll feud with them, Jimmy. Maybe he'll tease that he's joining them, and then he won't join them. But I wouldn't mind Theory like sort of getting his own group of people, honestly. Yeah, something, but he's got to be a babyface. Like, like, like we said, this, this arrogant jackass heel... Uh, it didn't work. And and quite honestly, he still needs a lot of work. Like, do you remember when they had him out on commentary and Michael Cole could basically just chew him up and spit him out? You know yeah. what I mean? So he he needs a lot of work. He's not really ready to stand on his own yet. But yeah. uh, babyface is where that's where you got to go with him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they can after. I'm I'm hesitant. I'm hesitant mm. there. Joel Wood says, you admitted Kyrie is headed back. Does that mean the damn hiring freeze is over? Yes, but I'll consider it really over when somebody actually shows up on TV. Right. When Kyrie, Carlito, Naya, somebody like that pops up on TV, then I'll really consider it over. Is Naya uh, slated to return as well? She's rumored. She's rumored. Really? Hmm. Mac from BK says, WCW did record numbers after Starcade 97 as well. They did. They they absolutely did. Uh, man, we've got uh, a couple more humper chats, but Van Twinblade says Lacey was garbage in the ring and as a person. Listen, I think y'all know I didn't take the, the ADHD comments very, very well. I don't think that she knew what she was talking about. I don't really know much about her as a person beyond you know, some of that, that, that uneducated instance specifically. RP says, Punk has got to grow up. Everyone involved is already disciplined. Why is he dragging this on? If you don't like it, he's try to head back to Stanford. I mean, he's got years to go before that can happen. And Tony Khan is not just going to hand him over to Stanford. No, and I don't but, know if Stanford's necessarily going to, you know, welcome back with open arms anyway with, with what's been going on. They, but They uh, kicked him out backstage at Raw. <laughs> yeah, well, but he, he's also a contracted talent somewhere else. That's a little different than if he was a free agent. But uh, yeah. to answer the question about why is punk whatever, it's because he's allowed to be. That's why. Yeah. Um, just got word that Tammy Sitch pleaded no contest in her case. Good. I hope she is locked up in jail for a very, very long time. She is a piece of shit. Really unfortunate story with her, man. Yeah. Really unfortunate story. You know how educated she was, too? She was going to be a doctor before wrestling. She was a very smart woman that ended up being a very stupid woman. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarro Big L says one hump celebration, three draws, a flag. The punk elite 
situation needs to get squashed. They need mutual guys to call BS, maybe Chris Hero, Mark Henry, Brian Danielson, all of them in one room, hash it out, bridge the divide, unite the fan base. Here's what I, I don't think they should unite the fan base. I think they should get into a room. They should talk it over. They should work together. And then afterwards, after the program, you unite the fan base. Play the fan base against each other on screen for the love of God. Make some money off of it. If they don't want to work together, I guess that's their their option. But yeah. they should have been put in a room a year ago. I uh, yeah. Like after after Brawlett, the very first thing. I mean, well, I've he used... got surgery. Great. So so have surgery and then bring everybody to Chicago sure. or something. You know I what agree. I mean? Like I, I talked agree. about I talked about this before. Like even the Rujos and the Bulldogs, Dynamite Kid gets his face exploded by Jacques Rougeau. This man brought them all together in a room. Yeah, like that's the, what you the do. Physical, the physical aspect and how lawsuits are brought up now and the EVP status and the injury. The, there were a lot of a lot of things. That yeah, let them have legal representation if they wanted to have legal sure. representation. This is not complicated. It's not rocket science. Mr. And the fact, the, the fact they didn't do this a year ago, it's shameful, man. They, they could have saved a lot of the shit that's happening now. Mr. CJ Lilly says update on Br uh, Bray. His father thinks so. Love to see it. Yeah, we reported that they're targeting next month. Hopefully they can make it happen. Wow, that's soon. Hopefully. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. KE775 says, what are the names are headed back besides Kyrie? Do you have a reaction to the Oscar social media reaction? I'm not educated enough on the Oscar situation to really have an opinion on it. I wasn't yeah. around for that, and I don't know much about it. So I don't want to like talk on something I don't know. The only thing I saw was she went on a blocking spree because there was a lot of people, sure. negative idiots that are shitting on her. And so she went on a blocking spree. That's the only thing I've seen recently. And uh, I don't know. I, I like Oscar a lot and I don't know why people would have to troll her or feel the need to troll her. And that's all I got to say. SRH watch when WWE get back more people. They will start saying there was no freeze. They already, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they told Dave that months and months ago, like around April or May. And I mean, listen, we, we ain't stupid. We can, there hasn't been a main roster hire since early December, maybe late November. Let me ask you this that, question. That has John. popped up. Yeah. So let's say that, you know, tomorrow WWE is like, we're open for business, right? <laughs> Who is there theoretically in, in the world of free agents that is a viable option for them? Uh, Mercedes, if she's a free agent. Okay, fine. All right. All right. Mercedes, anybody else that you can think of that, that isn't already uh, I'll locked pull up? i our free agents page right now. Um, okay. Because th there's plenty of them, in my opinion. Uh, let's see. You know, four that, that could pop up on the main roster. Mickey James does not have a contract. Uh, Nia Jax, that, as far as we know, Jordan Grace could pop up on, on TV. Uh, Peyton Royce is out there right now as well. Um, the, I think Zicky Dice would fit in really, really great on NXT. I think that he's fantastic in that sense. Uh, there are a lot of people I don't know necessarily like what their contract status is. Right. Uh, I'm sure they would at least talk with Kota Ibushi. Uh, Jordan Oliver is a name that should probably be signed and sent to NXT uh, pretty quickly. I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but he looks great. Jake something, if he's not signed to Impact. He's got a guy what they that, like. Yeah. Oh, my God. He would they put him on the main roster right now, and yeah. he would he would look incredible. He reminds me uh, of Boogs. Those guys could be a good tag team. They look yeah. alike. 
I wouldn't have. I always wouldn't mind to see somebody like Elijah Burke pop up in NXT or the main roster because he can talk so well. Like he's so good at that. Um, but you know, on on a lot of that, on a lot of those sides of things, there there aren't nearly as many. But there are quite a few women that can be out there and and get picked up and and used. So Jordan Grace would be very interesting. Jordan Jordan Grace is probably the main. Very one. interesting. Because yeah. she's got that aesthetic, they could really do something with her. Yeah, and uh, I mean, she'd be very interesting. She'd probably have to get rid of her OnlyFans, and she is a millionaire because of that. So, yeah, aren't they? Aren't they kind of softening on that a little bit? We'll see. Mm. Update on Leah's contract: she's being shady. So she hasn't. There have been times when she's healthy and she just hasn't been used in almost a year. I think you're going to see a lot more contracts expire than people getting fired. Right. And we got Will saying, or, or actually KE775 saying, what other names are headed back besides Kyrie? Um, I Just the ones that I mentioned are the ones that I've heard rumored. SAS says, if we are getting Cody versus Roman at WrestleMania, would love to see Cody face, face Roman's biggest rivals for his title till then. He already faced Brock. He could face Drew, Sammy, KO, and Jay. That's actually, that actually sounds pretty cool, honestly. But, They've got to keep him involved in something big. The Dominic thing was a pretty good gap because Dominic was just one of the he most over talent in wrestling. Yep, it's true. He still is one of them. But like, I I want to see Drew as a heel so bad. But honestly, if either Drew or Riddle turn heel, I'll be pretty happy with that as well. If if Gunther loses the title, and I don't know who necessarily that person's going to be yet, but if he loses the title, Cody Gunther would rock. That would be amazing. Yeah. But you but you don't want Cody against him so long as he's got the Intercontinental title because that's like a step down for Cody. But uh, yeah. otherwise, what a matchup. Cody and Gunther. John Merritt says, any chance of a Fightful Select YouTube membership tier for select videos such as the list goes on? I watch on my TV and Patreon. It's a ball ache. I would have to look into that because if you make it members only on YouTube you have to uh you, you can't then give it access on select as well so people would need to be subscribed to both so i mean pri that's that's the priority but i i would look into it you'd have to be okay with them being uh after the fact though first time i've heard patreon referred to as a ball lake I think it's a pretty good app. They, they're they're listening to us a lot more. It is a ball lake at the beginning of the month when a, lo a lot of cards get declined though. Uh -huh. Depending on how long her impact deal is, WWE should contact Trinity immediately when they start hiring again. They, I mean, they have started hiring again. It's just a matter of them popping up on TV. So, That's did you see? Did you see Ariel's interview with the Usos? Ariel Hawani? I did not. Okay, so I mean, Ariel I know that it happened. Ariel asked Jimmy about Trinity, mm -hmm. and he he said uh, not verbatim, but he basically said she wants to return. Yeah, uh, and he kind of indicated like it was a matter of time. That's what he suggested. I mean, people in WWE in January, February were like, yeah, we think we're going to get her back. And then the freeze happened. And if you couldn't tell there was a freeze, well, guess what? Trinity wanted to come back. She ain't been back. Jay White was talking with WWE. They didn't bring mm -hmm. him in. Gorilla's the destiny, you know. We're about wrapped up. Joel Wood says, do you think WWE will hire Nick Aldis as a producer? And do you think that's him possibly getting his foot in the door to wrestle? I do think it's possibly him getting his foot in the door to wrestle. MVP was brought in very similarly and worked himself into an on-screen only role. 
Nick Aldis is too good for them. Uh, Nick Aldis is one. There's there's a big free agent name. 36 years old. Mm-hmm. Can work a main event style. Can work a TV style. Has worked TV for the last decade plus. I think he should probably be high. And don't forget, a, a year ago, LA Knight was a manager. There you go. So things can happen. Yeah. Chi-Town Spurs wraps us up and says, was there any reason for the strange ending to Dynamite main event last week? Cut for time. I don't know, but I will find that out. I'm sorry that I don't have an answer for you, but look, Jimmy, we just humped for 68 minutes straight. For 68 minutes straight? That's a heck of a hump in performance, Jimmy. And if you want your performance to be hump-worthy, Check out our friends at BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful at BlueChew.com. Get that other logo off the screen, Jimmy. We're humping right now, and we want to show people how they can hump even better. It's not just about that. that would you stop it, Jimmy? Cut it out. It's not just about the performance. about that confidence to hump. You want to make sure that you can hump all night and blue chew is going to get you there to chewable. So it gets into your system on your schedule, <laughs> whether you're in the mood or whether you need to get into the mood, it's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. And you don't have to go to the doctor's office or the pharmacy because you can get your consultation on a lot online. And if approved, it ships straight to your door very safely and discreetly. Oh, look at that. Your tripod's going to be standing tall when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Wow, look at that. Jimmy wrapping up the hump. <laughs> oh, that's the, the Chris Van Vliet frame again. Why do I even have that here? Why do you? Why do you? Mike says, it changed my life forever. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. You made me stumble over that, Jimmy. That was an embarrassing <laughs> read. <laughs> I oh, think that's we are my he- objective. That's my objective when you do it. We are heading over to the list goes on. It is still the list goes on. Fightful Select going to tell you guys about the Ace Steel rehiring situation in AEW. Michael Dammit says you missed my super chat. Well, listen, Michael, you got to tell us what it is. So I'm going to scroll up and find it. Jimmy, uh, what are you doing this week? Uh, so I am currently a bachelor. My family is in Florida at Ooh. the in-laws. And so uh, I'm taking care of stuff at home and kind of enjoying the peace and quiet a little bit. So, yeah, there you go. Thanks for killing time for me, Jimmy. Card I night really, on Friday with the boys. Card night on Friday I with the boys. I really appreciate it. I'm sitting might here some, trying might to get some pool time in maybe. We'll see. Michael Dammit says the EO super chat. Uh, I didn't. I don't think I missed that. I mean, e- Michael, I, I listen, my friend, buddy, when I sit there and say, you got to tell me what it was, and then you don't tell me what it was, you just say the EO super chat. There we go. Somebody says, I feel like Uncle Paul's fumbling EO's reign, which is surprising seeing how he pushed her in NXT. What say you two? Man, it, I, th- it, I think it's going it's great. Two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. my friend. I think Two it's weeks, going my fantastic. Friend. You hear the crowd pop for her at SummerSlam, man? Yeah, they loved it. It happened less than two weeks ago. And you know what? You know what I want to say about Io as well? Her English is pretty damn good. She's great. She's I interviewed her. Good. 
I do like that they always have Bailey or Dakota there to support her, though. Yeah, but, but her English is pretty damn good. They should they should give her more of an opportunity to speak on camera because she's pretty she's not bad at all. Not bad at all. I I think a lot of her, and she's an excellent athlete too. So uh, guys, you know, I think it's going good so far. We have humped for seventy two minutes. Thank you all. Until next time, we're out.